Hey everybody! Hey everybody! What a groovy intro. I guess tired never of it changes. <laughs> it's never gonna. It's never gonna change. Nope. So I hope you guys love it. Hope you guys love it. It's what it's gonna be forever. You're gonna hear this every day for the rest of your life. Yep. I think we're kidding. We're not. <sighs> Definitely not. We don't have the budget. No. God. Well, why do you think we're using presets on our interface for a theme song? And while I'm using yeah. the one that somebody asked me recently if we were gonna re-record the theme song. Since you're a host now, and I said, I don't know if Paul's for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we could just have you at the very end, just like yeah. say something like, yeah, just like, yup. <laughs> that, what Alan just said. Yeah. What Alan just did. Yep. Yeah. We can do that. Let's do it. Um, yeah. You still got your H2O? I'm still on that H2O. Sipping on that water. Aquafina. I've, I've upgraded to a... Zevia zero sugar soda. How does that taste? Tastes vaguely like soda. Okay, uh, it's it's a root beer flavor. It's not a root okay. beer. It's good. I, I I've been drinking them for so long that the taste doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah, it's it it also isn't like when I I got into zero Coke for a minute. Coke zero is whew, yeah it's awesome. I really liked it. But this is stevia base. It's got stevia in it instead of sugar. And there are some flavors of Zevia that are better than others. Okay. And this is not one of the like one of my favorites. I like their cream soda flavor better. Okay. Uh, yeah, because I'm still. I mean, of course I'm still. We've we're in the same recording session. Still on that medication. We are. Yeah. Good times. But you know we're not here to talk about my body falling apart. Disclose oh. our medical histories. Is this the, oh no, the, <laughs> sorry, I thought this was the, we're, we've moved on to Tim Robinson. I think you should leave. I thought this was the one where they meet up with their old professor. He's like, <laughs> let me have a bite of that. Give me a bite of that. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> we're, we're off to a great start. We're here to talk about music, guys. Um, and it's my, uh, Focus my up, guys. album, my, my album this week. It's one that, um, been holding on to, um, actually uh it's the self-titled album a uh, debut album by marcy playground um so yeah yeah and i had never heard this before this is one You've... of those genuinely never heard before i knew you... a couple bangers but i'd never gone cover to cover you never heard this i'd never heard this one and a two and a one two three four hey man there's this band i love and i know you love them too but you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. But what are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea. Start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. That was our smoothest. <laughs> smoothest I'm getting yet. it now. Yeah. I'm getting it. Yep. You're getting it. All right. Marcy Playground, or an alternative rock band originating in Minneapolis, but uh, based out of N- uh, N- New York City. There we nice. go. Got it. Do you remember those old salsa commercials, the paste picante sauce? New York City. No, I uh, I was in one of those really cool homes where like I didn't get to watch television until oh, I wow. moved out. You're one of those kids. Yeah. 
Wasn't homeschooled though. Just had really fun home rules. Nice. Yeah. So I'm sure. And look at you now. You're a well-adjusted member of society. When I when I moved out, (laughs) I I didn't leave my. I got my own TV. Got some cable. I didn't leave my my room for like a year. Nice. Tequila, tequila, up. shot at love. <laughs> I binged the shit. Like I got, I got so, caught up. So hard. you're 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 telling me you finally got a TV and that was the the thing you decided to get caught up on. Instantly, it's like you know tequila, what tequila. I need. To, like, I need the trashiest the TV that I. Yeah, I need the trashiest TV. Yeah, I gotta start at the bottom to work towards the top. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yes, they're based out of New York City. Uh, the members are John Wozniak. He's the lead vocalist on the guitar. Dylan Keefe on the bass and Shlomi Lavie on the drums. What a name. Shlomi. Shlomi. Um, there's a long list of former members, and I'm not going to read them all. Yeah. That's the current lineup. Uh, so they were named after the Marcy Open Grade School in Minneapolis. It's where uh, John Wozniak went uh, when he was a kid. Chose the name because of uh, many of the songs were inspired by his childhood. Um, we've got a long list of influences here, uh, yeah. which will become more apparent as we listen. Um, David Bowie, Paul Simon, Neil Young, Van Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Sid Barrett from Pink Floyd, Nirvana, Wham, and the Beatles. Um it's it, yeah. it it just becomes quite apparent as you listen to this album that these are their influences. Uh, so after attending Evergreen State College for two years, uh, speaking yeah. of trashy TV, do you remember those commercials that would play oh absolutely daytime television? Hell yeah, for those unemployed people. Yep, <laughs> the poor's at home. the poor's. Uh, so uh, yeah, Wozniak moved to New York, east to New York, uh, in order to work with multi instrumentalist producer Jared Kotler, uh, who Woz had known from suburban Philly, Philadelphia. Uh, Jared believed in John's songwriting talent, put together money with his cousin Jeff White in order to pay for and produce the duo, along with studio musician Glenn Braver. Uh, they recorded at Sabella Recording Studios in Roslyn, Roslyn, New York. Um, so <laughs> this is a crazy thing. Um, after hearing two records worth of material, which is nuts to just right off the bat. Uh, Jared produced some of John's songs. Capitol Records became interested in the music. Uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel, who's a mutual friend, introduced their current bassist Dylan to John, and Marcy Playground began performing in New York City. Uh, The band was signed to Capitol Records in 95. They performed a series of New York City club dates. Uh, It would be the first incarnation of Marcy Playground as a band. Uh, personal problems between John and Jared reached a peak after a year of playing uh, the scene in New York, and drummer Dan Reiser was brought in to replace Jared, uh, whose interest was producing other albums. Um, their self-titled debut, which is the one we're listening to today, was released on February 25th, 97 on EMI, and then reissued on October 7th on Capitol Records, and it was produced by John Wozniak. Cool. Um, uh, let me let me pull up some of this. Got some <coughs> very divided uh, critical reception on this album. Um, let me pull this up here. Bear with me. Watch some Tim Robinson. I love <laughs> love that sketch. So, 
Uh, got some mixed reception. Uh, Ronan Monroe of NME said that what is surprising is how enjoyable this window on Wozniak's soul is. His lazy drawl and gentle melodies coating his misery in a pop sheen. The mood remains resolutely downbeat, but the angst is not imposing. James P. Wisdom of Pitchfork stated that Marcy Playground was the most soothingly mellow and pleasant thing he'd heard in a long time. All Music's Stephen Thomas Erlewine felt that, quote, only a handful of the album's tracks are as memorable as Sex and Candy, while adding that those moments are what make Marcy Playground a promising, albeit imperfect, debut. On the other hand, Robert Christgau graded the album as a dud, <coughs> indicating a bad record whose details rarely merit further thought. Uh, and Chuck Eddy of Rolling Stone heavily panned the album for its subpar musicianship, saying that it, quote, sets icky new standards for commercial post-alternative callowness. <laughs> yeah, it was really sugarcoating that one. Dan Weiss of LA Weekly deemed it the 12th worst album of the 90s, <laughs> even though the decade hasn't ended yet. It was only 1997. <laughs> he said that aside from Sex and Candy and St. Joe on the School Bus, the album is folk folksy opiate obsessed bullshit <laughs> so uh sorry i keep getting distracted by the tv i love love this sketch um if you have seen tim, uh, i think you should leave with tim robinson it's the um the recording studio sketch with the johnny cash-esque singer and uh tim robinson's character just starts singing about the skeletons coming to life and how the bones are their dollars. Rip your hair out, up, but not out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Um, all right. Let's let's uh, let's listen to some real music. What are you talking about? This is real music. The skeletons come to life. <laughs> bones equal, equals dollars. So do the worms. <laughs> all right all right let's, all right track, track one let's is called it. let's do it poppies oh by the way um oh we'll talk about it in a sec poppies cool
How's that for an opener? Loved it right off the bat. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you said you'd only really heard the the hits. Uh, yeah, it was like uh, Sex and Candy. There was like one other... I I had... A, well, yes. That's <laughs> the words <laughs> I'm trying to say. Simple, simple yes. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'd only heard like a couple... I think two or three... And obviously, Sex and Candy is the only one I really remembered. Yeah. Because that's just the banger. But mm-hmm. uh, um, loved this right off the bat. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward song. It's literally just a history lesson. It's about the yes. o- it's about the opiate trade in yep. the, you know, <laughs> you know, 1800s or, you know, I think it was 1700s, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, that riff is just super memorable. I yeah. love it. I really like it. Yeah. It's grungy, but it's uh-huh. not like... They're not trying to steal steal anybody's. I just I just really like this. I think it's weird that people would think this is like boring and right. It was what did they call whatever. it? Whatever. Like opiate obsessed bullshit. I mean, yeah. this is opiate obsessed because it's about poppies. Yeah. But you know, you know what I'm yeah, saying. I got All you. right. Track number two. Let's do it. It's the big one. Mm. Hanging around downtown by myself, and I had so much time to sit down about myself and then there she was like double cherry pie yeah there she was like disco super fly I smell sex and can That was interesting that they're, I mean, they didn't know at the time, obviously, that their biggest hit was like right out of the gate. It's track number two. Yeah. That was pretty cool. This is a, <coughs> this is a, a song that was inescapable when it first came out. Yeah. It was on the radio all the time. Um, it actually spent at the time a record breaking 15 weeks on the rock, the modern rock Shit. chart. Yeah. Cool. It's on there for a long time. Also, fun fact, it's on the very first Now That's What I Call Music compilation. Cool. Yeah. I, I got, I have now two. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was on the first one with, uh, awesome. your, your favorite band Radiohead. Yeah. I'm glad I missed that first yeah, now. Yeah. And, <laughs> And Hanson. Hanson was on that one, too. I think it was when Umbop came out, which, you know, after all these years, that's a a pretty solid song. They, I believe they just re-toured. Did they? Last year? Hanson? I think so. I could be wrong. 
but anyway, yeah. that's a great song. Yeah, it is that's a great a really song. Good song. Um, I got to see I got to see Marcy Playground play in like 2010, I think, up in Seattle. It was cool. just at this small place called the Tractor Tavern. Hell yeah. Um, and so when they play Sex and Candy, they tell all of the um, the ladies in the audience to dance on stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was a fun show. Um, I'd just gotten into them. Cool. Like uh, outside of, you know, obviously the main hits. Um, when so- did you first find them? Like a year before that, I think. Okay. Maybe. Cool. No. No, sorry. I think I saw him in like 2011. It was the first year that I moved here. And then I had gotten into him the year before that. Um, I was living with my friend Russ in Seattle and he was super into him. Okay. Um, yeah. So the Sex and Candy line, um, uh, John Wozniak said in an interview, he said, where did I get the Sex and Candy part from? Well, I was dating a girl and she was going to Bryn Mawr College and it's where my dad teaches. And I was probably 17 or something like that. And she was 18. I always liked the older girls, but we were in her dorm room and her roommate came in and she saw us there and she was like, oh, it smells like sex and candy in here. And I always remembered that. And that was back in the late 80s. All Honestly, right. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the... Um, Kurt smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, mine. Yeah, it's very similar origins. Um, all right, let's go. This will be the, I think, determining factor on how the rest of the album is going to go for Paul because you yeah. loved the opener and you were already familiar with track number two. So let's go to track three. See how it goes. It's called "Ancient Walls of Flowers." Uh, I think this is an underrated song. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing that always kind of bugs me about Marcy Playground's success is that they're considered a one-hit wonder. I don't know. It just bum- bums me out that they weren't like given a fair shake, I yes. think. Cause yeah, absolutely one-hit wonder title or sticker slapped on it. Yeah. 
but I like one hit wonders. Uh, I like seeking them out and like, I don't know, it's just fascinating to me that like they have this entire, like these bands have these in, this entire album of songs. Yeah. One song on it, like really resonated with the, you know, general population. And then after that, it was like, no, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just don't understand. But, but here's the other thing too that I love to think about is, you know, it could be like, uh, what's that? There's that really cheesy song from the early 90s, like, when I'm walking in Memphis. Do you know that song? It's a one-hit wonder, so I'm not surprised you don't. But, like, that is someone's favorite band. Yeah, like I get that. That's just such a weird concept to me. Like, someone's favorite band is, like... They've never missed them live. Yep. Or someone's favorite artist is is Macy Gray, you know? (laughs) You know, someone like that. Like yeah. never, never missed a concert when they roll into town. Buys every album. It's just yeah, yeah it's just weird. such a fascinating concept to me. The, I've really thought about the that. one hit wonder. Yeah, but it's like why? I have a theory, and I think I write. I think I talk about it a little later in the in the uh, album on my notes as to why these guys didn't get much success after after this album after the after Sex and Candy. So we'll talk about that a little later. Um, yeah um so so i kind of alluded to it before we started the track like where are you now that you've gotten past banger of an opener and like the big hit um still very intrigued because obviously the banger hit track two like every i didn't really put that into consideration because it's every single person knows knows that song you already knew you liked it yeah Yeah. so i i it was already you know a home run so i kind of mentally just skipped it because i already knew like yeah it shouldn't or yeah i i played it to where i wasn't really going to consider that to the whole album yeah yeah, so for sure very very much still having fun cool um all right let's go to track four it's called cool. St. Joe on the School Bus. This was another one of the unfortunate singles that didn't get um, <laughs> very much attention. This one's not breaking any records. This was the the first one that uh, I heard in the in the course of you know writing notes for the for the episode where those influences really come through. Like this 
just like screams Nirvana to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, you know, and not just like the, the riff that's kind of reminiscent of like come as you are, but yeah. they're doing the same like quiet, loud dynamic, which is yes. like, you know, very, very much a Nirvana thing, you know, quiet versus loud, um, choruses. So, um, I guess Waz said that this song is literally about riding the school bus. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are, you know, like it's, you know, about someone in particular. He said, no, he's just, I got bullied in school. And so I turned into a bully. He said he got in a lot of fights in school because he didn't like people getting in his face. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Simple I mean, writing. Simple, simple writing. Right way, you know, um, you know, they said it was based off of, you know, a lot of these songs are based off his childhood. So there you have it. Um, you want to move on? Yeah, sure. Got anything to add to this one? I kind of. I uh, I had just start, another. I had never really listened to uh, Sonic Youth. Okay. Uh, Patrick Deller again. Going to hear his name a lot here. Uh, just did a month or maybe it was October. He like went through all of Sonic Youth's discography or something, or he shared that on Instagram. So that kind of I started listening to it, and I was just struggling with it. This is so much better than Sonic Youth. Really? <laughs> wow. That's. Um, I mean, I don't know I don't a know. lot of Sonic Youth to dispute that or agree with you. I it's don't just know if like, it was more of you had to be there during the time. But like this, like if you put this record in front of me in any Sonic Youth record, huh. I'm listening to this record. I just maybe I got into them too late. I obviously wasn't banging them in 90, 90 late 80s to mid 90s. I know this is 97, so it's mm-hmm. still obviously that that area, but um this it reminded me of Sonic Youth. Okay. Yeah, uh, a little noisier. Little, yeah, the noisy stuff and uh I just this th- eh. th- this being in my mind better than Sonic Youth made me start to really like this more because okay. maybe I don't know if it's just how big Sonic Youth was or I don't know I'm just a lot of it I probably missed the boat on yeah. Sonic Youth uh, but Deller had I ended up running through it because I just had never listened to it uh, and I just think they're overrated as shit and then I was like well, this yeah. kind of reminds me of it but I was like this is what like but I would like one million times I will listen to this record huh. okay. over any Sonic Youth yeah it's like I said like I, I haven't really listened to them um, they're not missing much yeah <laughs> I just those are like those are fighting words because I know Sonic Youth is like really highly regarded yeah so I don't know why <laughs> well Someone changed my mind. So, yeah, yeah, that yes, change his mind. Tell us uh, in the tell us in the episode. Tell me why Sonic Youth is not as good. Yeah, as <laughs> Playground. Love to hear it. Yep. Let's move on. Next track. Next track is called "A Cloak of Elven Kind." I love this intro. Yeah, it's a good one. A cloaking robe of elven kind Hangs in my wardrobe behind All those things that mother said Were proper for a boy And I know I, I, I 
bells Stacked below the cloak of elves And sixteen books on magic spells So elegantly bound And I know I I I Cannot say why 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 On this summer I like um, this song. So, you you know, we talk about how album order is like really important to the both of us. And um, oops, I must have hit a button there too. <laughs> My bad. Um, so, yes. um, I think it's really well thought out here that there are these songs that kind of give us as the listener a break throughout the album. Yeah. You know, usually you only get that like one time. Yeah. But it happens several times in this album. Um, and this is one of those, it's just kind of like lethargic, you know? You're yeah. just kind of like, I, I picture just like being outside on way too hot of a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of the vibe that I get from this. Um, and I just, yeah, I appreciate the break, you know? Yeah, they, because uh, we've talked about that on other albums, how we usually like one little pause or whatever. Yeah. But they uh, they keep album flow, tone. The, this is they're very good at doing that. Yeah, this is I, a great song. I, I think of it as like a breather. It just yes. gives you a chance to breathe. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, and, and and they actually end up doing it like two um, two songs in a row here because the next song yeah. is pretty soft too. Um, I just looked at the <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> getting distracted by the show again. They're in a Garfield house. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, I'd never paid attention to this before. This al- this album in its entirety is only 34 minutes long. Yeah. It's a short one. Yeah. And it doesn't feel, feel. like it is. Nope. Which is awesome. Yeah. You I would have guessed 40, a safe 45. Yeah. Yeah, it's 34 minutes and 34 seconds, which is Dang. just crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, let's do one more track and then take a little break. You break. Cool. Track six is called Sherry Frazier. Ooh, I saw stars falling all around her head. Red, gold, and blue. Sherry Frazier, where are you?
This uh, song is about Waz's first girlfriend named Sherry Fraser. She's in a band called Two Ton Boa. Haven't heard them or seen, yeah. sought them out. Um, I think the song's adorable. Yeah. It's really cute. <laughs> so, um, I think, so, Waz is really good at, like, crafting these songs and you don't know where they're going to go. Yeah. It just kind of takes you on this journey. I don't know. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. That's what, this record, I love this, through where we're at, so, because it just feels like I'm on a nice ride. Yeah. Like, this guy, I'm just, this guy's going to play me some music and. I'm going to love it. Yeah. Like, not just in the album, but, like, the songs themselves go in really unexpected places a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think that's why some of these singles didn't do as well as Sex and Candy did, because Sex and Candy was just your, like, run-of-the-mill verse, chorus, verse, chorus formula. It was almost like the black sheep yeah. on the record. Like, I, I think, had that not been on this record, this record would have gotten more praise. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I uh, think you're right about that. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. It, it it's the black sheep. It because doesn't it, fix it's, because it, because of how conventional it sounds. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a really good point. Actually, I'd never thought of that. I'll uh, ruminate on that while we take a break. We will cool. be back. Overwatch. It's always sunny. Howdy, podcast listeners. I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And I'm Matt Foster, and together we co-host the Nighthawks Podcast, a movie-centric podcast that covers just about everything. Big films. Citizen Kane, Casablanca, The Avengers, Star Wars. The films that aren't as big on budget, but we still love. Found Footage 3D, The Big Lebowski. Not to mention films from distant shores. Lone Wolf and Cub, Dearest Sister. Plus we have some great guests like Alamo Drafthouse founder Tim Lee. Episode 7. Dr. Strange writer C. Robert Cargill. Episode 100. Director Stephen DiGennaro. Episode 50. Episode 100. Or you can listen to any of the over 120 other episodes we have on deck for you. Instant classics. Find us on all good podcatchers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Spotify. Or at our website. Nighthawkspodcast.com. Join our cult. Probably not a real cult. It's a real cult. We're back. We're back. <laughs> Watching some what is it, little buff boys. Little, little buff boys. Can't. <laughs> it's Tim Robinson sketch, guys. Calm we down. promise. Calm down. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on from that awkward opener. Yeah. Can't believe I said that. Yeah. <laughs> you looked at me like, oh shit. Is he, he gonna say? It? Is he gonna say it out loud? Yep, I am. I did. You did. Uh, what have I? What have I done? That's gonna tie into the next song again. Let's do it. Some might say I've gone crazy come back and be come back for free come back and stay child have you gone crazy It must be fine It seems so dreamy To be so blind And Molly Has gone to Spain Has gone with Venus To watch the rain It seems that's not the place where you belong 
Coming back from the break, where where are you at with the uh, the album now? We're about seven tracks in. Really liked it. Yeah, a lot. Um, I I knew I was gonna have a fun time for the rest of this album. Good, good. Yeah. You, you're like, yeah, seven tracks in. It's it's pretty apparent. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to stop. I wasn't bored. I wasn't annoyed. I was interested for what was gonna be. Uh, playing next and next, and next. so uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this was uh, this kind of cemented it in for me that yeah. I was gonna have a good time here. This is not a this is not like a highbrow album. I mean, it's not intellectual. It's no. not you know. It's just fun. Yeah, it's just some rock. It's a and nice sixty five degree weather. You don't yeah. need a coat. Going for a walk. Yep. Good day record. Oh yeah, yeah. This song's good. Uh, it's groovy. I like it. It's yeah, very groovy. Um, I'm a slut for acoustic too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's some so, great guitar work on this yeah. song too. I like the the riffs. Um, I actually looked up how to play it earlier today because I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of want. Maybe I'll learn this song. Yeah, looks like cool. a cool song. Um, next song, not <laughs> haunted house sketch. All right, <laughs> next song's not so fun. Jizz. This is a this is a little uh, more on the. I don't know, emotion, no, emotional side? No, it's not the right word. Uh, listen for yourself. Tell, yeah. tell us what you think. Let's play it. It's called Opium.
All right, when I let it go on a little bit longer just so we can get that that drop. That, that drop. Yeah. Really like that. Uh, that made me think of like Green Day a little bit. That mid nineties, like maybe Weezer, Weezer esque. Yeah. I just I I really I like those push over the edge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This was the one song on the album where I was like. I was like, if there is a song on this album that Paul likes, it's probably this yeah, one. Yeah, this is probably my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. I fucking called it. Yeah. I was, I was listening to it, and I was like, I, I bet you it's going to be Opium. Yeah. Yep, for sure. Yep. Yeah. This is just, good call. It's just a good song. I mean, it's 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 one of... it's. I mean, it's not like anything too out of the box. I mean, it's you can listen to it and it's like, oh, this really is about heroin or it's like or, yeah. or, or opiates or, or maybe it's just about depression. You know, it's like yeah, it could be about either one and it's, like I said, nothing uh, too groundbreaking coming out of this song, but it is a good one and it's again, it's one of those um, sorry, I thought I clicked pause. Come on. There we go. Spotify not working. Um, oh, been down weird, this road before. Weird. Um, Apple wouldn't do that. I bet that's not true. Um, say so yeah, it's just not. It's not very groundbreaking at all as far as the content. It's just a nice breather, you know. Yeah, another one of those breather songs. So, um, all right, let's go to the song that already tried to make an appearance, called "One More Suicide." Shahalis name drop at the beginning of this really threw me off because yeah. I was like, oh, they're from Minneapolis and New York. And then doing the research, I was like, oh, but he went to Evergreen. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that's a, like I have had to really think about it. It's like, why Shahalis of all places? <laughs> like Shahalis, Washington is not a very big town no, it's not. at all. It's literally you drive through it to get to Seattle. Yep. That's <laughs> um, uh, it's a pretty straightforward song. Um, it's just kind of got that... <laughs> It's got the uh, old school, just like folk song structure to it. You know? Musically, I instantly thought of REM. Yeah. 
and uh, lyrically, jumping ahead, uh, Sun Kill Moon. Oh, yeah. Mark, yeah. what's his name? Uh, I remember. Probably heard this and like creamed his pants. <laughs> probably. It's like, uh, I want to do that. Yeah. But I, again, yeah, just I love how fucking simple this album is yeah but it's it's interesting enough because it makes you think a little bit but you're not like trying to rip apart every fucking word because like mm-hmm. a lot of people late 80s coming into the mid 90s were doing that shit like that's why i love like weezer blue album is one of i think the most not maybe not the most but one of a a huge uh huge record yeah in the 90s. extremely influential for so many reasons. It's just so fucking simple, but it's interesting. It makes you go cover to cover. It was, um, well, it was. This uh, is not, obviously, this is not as good as Weezer Blue. I'm not saying that. Blue was the, one of the first, like, post grunge era albums. It shifted. And it, and it made, like, music. nerd, it made nerds cool again. Yeah. So, yeah, it was hugely influential. It's still one of my, you know, top to bottom perfect albums. Yes. There's not a single bad thing about it. Yeah. Um, and I kind of feel that way about this one too. And you're right. It's just simple. It's fun. It's simple in a different way than coexists by the XX is simple. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's because, uh, you know, XX, like they're just doing the same sound throughout. Yeah. And this has like a similar, it's more of a similar vibe than, than yeah, the they're... same sounding song every time. Yeah. It's like they're playing to the same audience, but yeah. it's a little different. It, it just fits in very very well for 1997. Yeah, 100%. Um, lyrically, 100%. everyone's doing new drugs and shit. Like, obviously, heroin was taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, just really good. Yeah. Really good album. Yeah, and then you get into a goofy song like the next one. Yeah. Uh, it's called Dog and His Master. I love this song. It's, it is. It's It's very, like, goofy, and it's one of the ones you can tell is inspired by uh, John's childhood. Uh, so this uh, song was originally um, from a from a previous project 
of John Wozniak's. He okay. had a band called uh, Zog Bogbean. <laughs> from like, he only did one album under this name, and it was from like 1992. Um, and the song, like, check it out. This song sounds identical. He didn't really change it at all. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's like damn. It's yeah, the same. Right. It's the same, yeah. same tempo and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just recorded same. more poorly, you know. Yeah, because he recorded it at home uh, with Sherry Fraser. Yeah, so cool. Um, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Um, there's another song from that album that became a Marcy Playground song that I'm going to play for you real quick. It's called Our Generation, and it's on the next Marcy Playground album, um, Shapeshifter. So this is what it sounds like, Marcy Playground. So that's that's Marcy, and then this is uh, Zog Bogby. It's a different key, actually. I do not like Zog Bogby. I do like those vocals better. Yeah, I instantly take that back. These dudes like Dariam. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's a little bit of Zog Bog being for you. Um, and that album was called From the Marcy Playground. Oh, okay. So I think he took cool. the name f- not just from the school he went to, but from from that album. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. You know, Dog and His Master, it's literally the same song. He just like... It was recorded a little better. Not in someone's house. (laughs) Uh, All right. Second to last track is called The Shadow of Seattle. Rain. Like ten angels falling down. Like a mission and we're halfway there From some old dried up fried forgotten town Why won't they let us be ourselves With our potential we could toe the line And show the bastards up with our divine All the records from the past 
this ragged town protects them to the left with lies You know, there's some days that I like this song. And there's some days that I don't like this song. I really like this, and song. it can happen to, like twice in one day. Because I was listening to this again earlier, so I was like, eh, I don't know, I'm on the fence about it. I, I, and right now listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, this is a good song. Because I, I don't know, it's it's weird. I can't explain it. There's just sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's good. I'm glad it's here. But if I were to like cut one, it would be might be this one. I don't know. This is just a real good 1997 staple Seattle song. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's this is what was happening. Okay, so I'd say it's probably like the most generic track, perhaps. Like it's, uh, yeah, or like least creative, because like this is just everyone was doing this right on the West Coast in 1997. It's true. It's very. It could almost be like a Sugar Ray song, but but Sugar Ray would have added more record scratches. <laughs> you know, Shit. it's true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay, I agree with you. This is this is it's good, but it's probably the the uh, least creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that on that yeah. one. I don't really have much more to add. It's just yeah. You know, I'm gonna my, agree with you on that. My, it's I don't hate any songs on this album. This uh, is just yes, this is just same. the one that I like the least. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're going to finish it up. Track 12, final track is called The Vampires of New York. Sweet. Come see the vampires of New York.
Uh, I love this song. It's such a good closer. Yes, it is. It's just like this whole album is just like a vibe yeah. to me. That's a really good way to put Such it. Such a non-committal thing to say, but I don't know. It just makes sense to me. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little offended at myself. Um, <laughs> so I think this was one of the last great alt-rock albums before new metal took over. And that's kind of what I was like getting into earlier when I said the, the reason that Marcy Playground is a one-hit wonder is because like right when this album dropped is when you had like this whole new shift in what was popular in the main like mainstream radio because like these guys were it obviously they they spent 15 weeks on the modern rock charts that's yeah so you know you get this album and then like right after that is like limp biscuit and you know all these all these bands that are just such a different sound that's very true so shit i've never thought of that this is kind of like yeah the tail end yeah Alty, grungy. Yeah. It just wasn't, wow. wasn't cool to make anymore, according to A&R reps. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your final thoughts on the on the album? Really enjoyed this cover to cover. Wasn't sure before starting the record that I was going to, because I thought Sex and Candy was going to carry it or just be the only one I would be looking forward to or excited to hear. Yeah. Uh, I found myself excited for following tracks what was coming next where the record was going to go really really happy to find this going in blind so he really liked it i made up for Havalong, dude <laughs> i'm did still I, not over it did i make up for black country new road with this one <laughs> the yes <laughs> okay good black country road has been redeemed <laughs> because we had to go through gurjira and Hop along. That's mm, true. That's um, true. Yeah. Good. Enjoyed this. Yeah. Oh, what's your uh, playlist? Oh, uh, no, that's you. You get to pick. It's my album, so you get to pick. Oh. Oh, wait. Did, no, 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 that's right. You, you picked pick, last time. Yeah, you, you pick, pick off you your album. Last time. I'm a dumb Yeah. Um, do you go just classic banger? No, no, okay. no. I think I'm going to do this, the last track, Vampires of New York. Okay. I like cool. it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. That's it. That's all we got for you. Good stuff. Let us know what you think. We've got that Q&A on the episode. If you're a Spotify listener, sorry. So one, <laughs> one, uh, one, one way that Spotify excels over Apple Music is, you know, direct, well, direct I mean, interaction with the fans. Um. Well, I think like if they didn't have that as an option, no one would have Spotify. Uh, so it's I actually kind of like ironically like a crutch. Do like I need to pull addition up, by subtraction? Do I need to pull up the, uh, the analytics here? Is that a Spotify word? No, no big words. No, it's analytical. I mean, it's pretty neck and neck. We thirty-one percent of our listeners are on Spotify. 29% are on Apple Podcasts. Wait, then what are the rest? Of, and then it's, You guys better not be like Google Music or something. And then it's Amazon Music. Oh, no. Uh, some people just listen from their web browser. Okay. And then it just says other. Because Anchor, who used, it used to be Anchor, now it's Spotify for podcasters, they distribute like everywhere. Okay. Um, but we don't talk about the weirdos who listen to their podcasts on like 
cast box or <laughs> I don't know, some other stuff we've never yeah. heard of. Yeah. Stitcher. Whatever. Yeah. Um weird. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh we're we're never gonna agree on what's better. We never will. Well one is better, but we'll just never agree. On <laughs> we'll it. just never agree so. that you're right, is yes, what you're saying. That's what okay. we'll never <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. right. All right. We're gonna get out of your hair. Later, guys. Peace. Peace? Nope. Not ending Peace. it on that one. Is nope. it still going? Yeah. Yeah. Is. Okay. Let's try it again. But we'll leave it in. Okay, so <laughs> hey guys. Thanks for hanging out. It was cool. Yeah.